Hello, people. Quick warning. Today's coffee talk has some uh, sensitive topics in it. So if you have uh, sensitive ears in the car or uh, wherever you're listening, you might want to listen a little later. God bless. Peace. You're listening to Coffee Talk with Father Brad. Good morning. Good midday. Good afternoon. Good night. Whatever time you listen, I'm actually drinking coffee. And you're listening to Coffee Talk, a little section of the podcast where I just uh, give some ponderings, maybe some homilies, talk with people. But today it's just me. Um, what I wanted to do is talk about one of my favorite musicians, Lucas Nelson, in a particular song. Now, you might know that the Catholic approach to art is not Puritan. What do I mean by that? Music, art, literature, ways of expressing truth that is not just, um, I guess, didactic or, or doctrinal. It's um, expressing truth through beauty, the human experience. And, uh, you know, John Henry Newman once said that you cannot have a sinless literature about a sinful people. I'm going to say that again. You cannot have a sinless literature about a sinful people. That means that we as humans are fallen. We are broken. We sin. And if you're going to talk about the truth of the human person and eventually the redemption of the human person, then you cannot deny that sin is a part of the human experience. So art that expresses uh, things about sin, that um, recounts sin, that exposes sin primarily for what it is, is good art. So good art doesn't mean you can't have sin in it. Um, That's why there's some really fantastic movies that uh, show sin. In the movie, there's some really fantastic literature that uh, shows sin for what it is. I think of Flannery O'Connor, Walker Percy, uh, authors like that. And um, good musicians dive into the depth of the the human condition and uh, expose the truth, even if it includes sin. And so um, there's a guy named Lucas Nelson. It's Willie Nelson's son. And there's a song that really spoke to me about the truth of the human person. It's called Forget About Georgia. I'm going to play a little, I'm going to have a little played right now. And then when she told me her name, I knew I would die slowly. I knew I was destined to live with this pain every night. For each night I stand with my father playing our music We cry out her name and her memory under the lights And each night I pray I'll forget about Georgia She'll never love me like I know love's supposed to be night I pray I'll forget about Georgia But a part of me hopes that she'll never forget about me Oh, part of me hopes that she'll never forget about me Wasn't that cool? Really beautiful, uh, good little ballad, and um, so, so here's some exp- uh, explanation of that. You know, he he says that um, each night 
I stand with my father playing our music. We cry out her name and her memory under the lights. So this is a reference to Georgia on my mind. You know, Willie Nelson's his dad. So they, he, I guess when he plays with his dad, he sings that all the time. Well, he was dating or had in a relationship with a girl, uh, Lucas, apparently, or maybe Georgia just represents uh, the feminine you know, uh, as a, in the complementarity of the masculine and, um, he wishes he could forget, but he has to play this song over and over with his dad. And then later he talks about Ray Charles singing that song, right? Georgia on my mind. And, um, there's a reality, a beautiful reality here that Lucas is talking about. Is there sin? Yeah. One of the verses said, we let, made love for the first time in a hotel in San Francisco a night. So perfect. I try to forget about it now. And Ray Charles Charles is singing her name like rain on my window. And I want to release her, but I can't begin to know how. Don't think Lucas is married to Georgia um, or the, the singer or the, whoever the man is in the, in the song. And is that sinful? Yeah. Is it a human experience? Yes. And it also expresses that or Lucas is pointing out that sexuality intercourse, sex, it means something and he cannot separate himself. There's something binding them, even though they're not in a committed married monogamous relationship. Um, there's something that binds them and, and they, there's something he gave to her and she received and she gave to him and he received. And, um, this isn't how it's supposed to be. Um, they were ripped apart and, and he can't forget about her. There's actually something written into our biology um, that expresses this truth. It's called oxytocin. It's a hormone that's released in certain times in our in our life, um, and sex is one of them. And, and it binds. It's a binding agent. And um, so it's even in our biology, sexuality is, is shown forth to be something that means something great, that it's supposed to bind. It's supposed to hold together. And this song is really an artist who's grappling with that reality, an artist who's um, wrestling with the reality of the fantastic, beautiful, deep meaning of sex, and yet it being ripped apart um, in a relationship, or that relationship being ripped apart. In the end, I think this song beautifully expresses the church's true understanding of sexuality. It's not prudishness. It's not repression. It's not um, sex is bad. It's actually the church teaches what she does about sexuality because it is too good, because it means too much. The reality of that relationship has to be the foundation of the action. The action is symbolic of a deeper relationship, a reality of the soul. If your souls are not one, then your bodies cannot bear the weight of the one flesh union. That's what Forget About Georgia expresses. So don't be afraid of good music. Don't be afraid of music that that speaks to the human condition. Just make sure it tells the truth about it and doesn't glorify evil. Peace. And Ray Charles is singing her name like rain on my window. I want to release her, but I can't begin to know how.
I'm just giving a couple updates first. Thank you so much for listening. Y'all are amazing. I love you. The Quizzical Papist has been uh, reaching some cool places, and um, but I wanted to interact with those uh, listeners. I want to interact with y'all. I don't want to just be a one-way street. And so we have a Facebook group. If you type in The Quizzical Papist in the search bar of your Facebook page, I know a lot of people don't use Facebook anymore, yada, 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 but uh, we do have that. And on there, you can put question suggestions. You can ask for prayers. You can just give everyone a shout out. You can say, hey, I'm listening from this place. Cool. Woo. Um, Maybe if I visit, we could hang out. I could buy you dinner. Who knows? Um, Also, we have a quizzical papist at gmail.com email. And so that's where you email me question suggestions, ask for prayers, Quizzical papist at gmail.com. There's no the, it's just Q U I Z Z I C A L P A P I S T. Quizzical papist at gmail.com. I also want to shout out the listeners from the different various places. So I use Buzz, Buzzsprout as my hosting, and they give you some cool. Um, statistics. So I have here a list of from the last episode where people listen. So in the United States, the top cities are um, from least listened to most uh, Lafayette, New Orleans, Metairie, Louisiana, Sacramento, California. Hey, what's up? Denver, Colorado, Gonzales, Louisiana, Fayetteville, North Carolina, Reserve, Louisiana, Bowie, Maryland. I think I know who that is. Um, shout out Jordan and everyone out there. And of course, Baton Rouge, my home diocese. Um, but that's not where we stop. We actually have people all over the world, which is amazing and kind of blows my mind. But we had someone from Portugal, listen, uh, United Kingdom, Canada, um, Ireland. And within the f- last five episodes, that's just his last episode. Within the last five episodes, we had people from Germany, United Kingdom, Great Britain, Northern Ireland, Australia, New Zealand, Sweden. Um, so all of y'all are out there. All of y'all are ostensibly listening. So this is how you can reach back out and we can start a community, right? So the Facebook group, also my email, um, you can give me questions, suggestions, or even things you want to say on the show. If you want to give a shout out or something you want to talk about. And then what we're going to do is um, every once in a while, I'll kind of update you all on who's listening, but I want to talk about reviews. So if you leave a review on iTunes, it's the most important one to leave. Um, go to iTunes. Even if you're listening on another pod catcher, Go to iTunes because I need those reviews and and I will shout you out. Grizace, G-R-I-Z-A-C-E, on July 11th, 2018, uh, gave a five-star review and she said, this is not your typical Catholic trivia. Knowing your catechism certainly helps, but it never guarantees a win. Down here in Louisiana, it's not strange to find Father Brad Doyle successfully evangelizing and entertaining barfuls of people with live trivia. On this new quiz show podcast, he creatively crafts questions that spark discussion, laughs, and quizzical looks. See what I did there? While fostering friendship and community, his questions cover a wide range of topics, from religion to pop culture to history to language to geography to literature to chemistry and more. The Catholic faith is a rich grab bag of endless reasons for joy and great trivia material. So grab your favorite monastic beer, pull up a chair, and challenge a friend to this week's episode. That was Grizace. I think that's uh, my friend Grace Krause. She's a, uh, a veteran. And um, it, it actually read more like a 
like an intro to it. <laughs> That's why I use it as my intro and my description on uh, iTunes. But uh, thanks, Grace. Um, one more. O-L-O-M, Life Teen. I think that's Our Lady of Mercy, Life Teen. Gave a five-star review. Laughing and Learning is the title. And she says, I am always staying up to date with the liturgy guys and Catholic stuff you should know. And now, Quizzical Papist. So those are two other podcasts. It's the perfect amount of sass and wit. I like sass. Jokes and puns. And so many great and beautiful things to learn about the church. This will engage the curious Catholic beginner and really challenge the homegrown theologian. Father Brad is the perfect host for this show, a priest from Louisiana full of energy and devotion to his bride, the church. This podcast needs to be in your regular rotation as soon as possible ASAP. Thank you, OLOM Life Teen. So if you want to get uh, read out, if you want to review, help us out, just go on iTunes and give that review. Make sure you tune in next week. We have some fantastic guests, uh, the Focus Missionaries of LSU and some visiting missionaries take on the Quizzical Papist, the Inquisition, the Introit, the Offertory, all of it. They're a bunch of crazy people. See you next week.